Hello, Zaddy. <laughs> Is this a secure line? Oh, <laughs> uh, it's not. It's, it's not. not <laughs> <laughs> I told my analyst exactly where yeah. we're at, who I'm meeting hey. with. <laughs> Agent Smith is on the line. <laughs> the station with the best, 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 best music. Best music. I love the, I music. Love the music. Best music. You're listening to Real Talk with the Boys. In your face, all over the place. We're online. 24-7, 24-7. This is T-Bone, the bad wolf of Boston. Joining me from the Boneyard in Denver, Colorado. See, but we also know him as Zaddy. Did I do good, Daddy? Really great, bitch. That is another sunshine sticker for you. For the next hour, you want to make you laugh. Mm, that's that kind of energy I want 2022 right there. <laughs> I want that no. Butters sunshine sticker kind of energy. Uh, my, the energy I'm feeling is hopelessness. <laughs> what? Oh, man, I feel the total opposite. This raise your glass has me hyped. I'm all about the tw- it. Bring back the cake. Where's she at? She's living her best life. <laughs> <laughs> Just hiding away. Uh, what's up, buddy? Chilling, man. How are you? You know, uh, surviving. <laughs> heard, uh, I've heard the supply chains has, has kind of messed with your day. Yeah. Getting yeah. garbage furniture or whatever from crappy yeah, garbage makers. in, garbage in, garbage out. But things are yeah. things are going in the right direction. So it's kind of like analogous to like things from China in, things from China out. I hate you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying, where do you know where the furniture came from? No, I didn't look. <laughs> just when you get a free moment, I'd be curious to just look at it. I'm pretty yeah. sure it was it was made specifically in Boston, Mass. Oh, that, you know, I'll go talk to the person here about it. I'll submit your complaint in person. Thanks, buddy. Speaking of uh, local sponsors, I finally got to try White Mountain Vodka. <laughs> great, great, you know, great stuff. I'll uh, I'll be honest. Review. It's vodka, so that's it. <laughs> Has Duncan reached out? Are they are they satisfied with our our uh, our uh, ads uh, in last week's uh, pod? I have. I will be honest. I haven't checked the mailbox in a few days, but as of the last <laughs> check, <laughs> um, no, no letters. So I think we're good. Check still clears. We're good. <laughs> yeah, <you know? laughs> money hasn't stopped flowing. Still get Duncan. Give it time. Give it time. Hey, America runs on Duncan. <laughs> I have a list of them, so you know. Um, I love that. Yeah, man. You know, we gotta we gotta keep the lights on somehow. Hey, Designing exactly, websites exactly. aren't free, you know. That's why we use Squarespace. <laughs> <laughs> Not an ad. Oh, Not an I'm ad. Dying. That's but that's kind of funny because that's what I'm building the website on. <laughs> Willing to take so sponsorship like, you know, with me. Uh, 
so I mean, if we're paying uh, them for the service can we say can we then sponsor is that not aren't we not already sponsoring it then facts so facts. can't we claim That's it how- as our own since we're paying them for it <laughs> wait technically aren't these sponsors are aren't we their customers not technically so aren't we, we are always yeah so aren't we right always <laughs> yeah i want to talk to these reps i feel like we're getting the short end of the deal here <laughs> i love that any anything you wanted to circle back on from last week mm, you know it is it is 2020 it is the end of 2021 oh yeah kind excuse of like, me should i say is there anything you want to circle back from last year i apologize yeah yeah you know happy new year <laughs> happy new year buddy <laughs> Um, I'm trying to stall as I'm looking. Here it is. I can, I'll circle back if there's more I can share with you. I'll circle back with you if there's more to convey. Um, I'll have to just circle back with you. We can circle back with you. I'm happy to circle back with you. I can circle back. I just honestly wanted to listen to that. It had been a while, you know? So it's a retrospective. Like, let's bring back some of these old clips. Anytime I hear Jen Psaki's voice, I'm just like, God bless America. Yes, daddy, please. More so to your statement. I don't know about what you were saying the statement about, but you know, I just I'm looking uh, at our uh, repertoire here, and we have a lot of old. Hail science! Hail science! Hail science! Some good ones. I just wanted to bring some of these back for our listeners because I feel like this would be a good. This is our retrospective of the Real Boys Real Talk Boys podcast clips. We should make this into an app so our listeners could have fun ringtones. <laughs> <laughs> You're a non-threatening beta male who's absolutely tailor-made for the friend zone. That was a classic. <laughs> cool weekends in the morning. Cool weekends in the morning. In the morning. Okay, you can stop me or I can keep going. So, so that's your circle back. Just, <laughs> yeah, uh, just yeah, basically. I, <laughs> that's my circle back. <laughs> Is ever, that a specifically... I was gonna say, do you ever watch like the AT&T commercials with the, um, like the, <laughs> so that she's one of the yeah. uh, actors in that. And every time I see her in her AT&T ads, I just think of that. <laughs> it's like, Bruh. yeah, I just like, she's also... enemy. he sucks. Uh. <laughs> She's also in a movie like The Werewolf Within, I think is what it's called. It's like a comedy. Th- I think we had talked about it, but never. I don't know if we ever actually rated it, but mm-hmm. she's also in that good movie. I liked it. 10 out of 10? Uh, 8.9. <laughs> being honest. <laughs> very thoughtful. Very thoughtful. <laughs> I liked it. I'd watch it again. I actually thought about watching yeah. it again. But anyways, yeah, no, that's all I had. I just wanted to like, you know, just listen. To this. That's what she said. <laughs> Whoa, you got slam <laughs> <laughs> forgot about some of these <laughs> so, so uh, T-Bone, I, I i actually do think there is uh, a segue from last year's uh, episode about uh pedos is there is there something you wanted to get into about that okay i thought i was about to pick up yes there is um so one thing i would like to clarify thank you for you know you are such a good master of that doing quick fun segues and i'm gonna point it out and make it awkward but um yes so buzzfeed actually broke this story and i included the link in our show notes about the cia actually doing an internal investigation and finding a bunch of their staffers involved in both 
abuse and distribution of materials and just kind of everything in between. And then they kind of give us some information on what happened with that. But before we dive into it, one thing I do want to say is the reason why I want to bring these up is I think that the, we do need to talk about these things because these things I don't think get talked about. And that's, you know, we make like make, make light of this kind of stuff and laugh certain moments, but I do also do not want to downplay the seriousness of this. And I think this next clip kind of does a good job of giving us some good information to kind of make people aware about this because we need to know that this is a problem and that it's, you know, something that's kind of going on. So we'll play this In quick, summary, clip. Pedo's bad. Yeah. And they're everywhere. That's the other part. So wanted to bring you a stunning and deeply troubling report from BuzzFeed News about some of the inner workings of the CIA. Let's throw this tear sheet up on the screen. So apparently, secret CIA files reveal that staffers have committed sex crimes involving children and not been prosecuted. Here is the lead of that story. Over the past 14 years, the Central Intelligence Agency has secretly amassed credible evidence that at least 10 of its employees and contractors committed sexual crimes involving children. Though most of the cases were referred to U.S. attorneys for prosecution, only one of those individuals was ever charged with a crime. Prosecutors sent the rest of the cases back to the CIA to handle internally, meaning few faced any consequences beyond the possible loss of their jobs and security clearances. To give you a sense of just how disgusting and outrageous the alleged behavior was, one employee had sexual contact with a two-year-old and a six-year-old. Again, this person never prosecuted. He was fired. A second employee purchased three sexually explicit videos of young girls filmed by their mothers. He resigned. Third employee estimated he had viewed up to 1,400 sexually abusive images of children while on agency assignments. Records do not say what action, if any, the CIA took against him, a contractor who arranged for sex with an undercover FBI agent posing as a child had his contract revoked. Again, only one of the individuals cited in all these documents was ever charged with a crime. And in that case... As in the only previously known case of a CIA staffer being charged with sex child sex crimes, the employee was also under investigation for mishandling classified material. So that was apparently what they were really concerned about, not the fact of sex crimes being committed against children. What's really disgusting here is that they actually went and talked to somebody. They're like, how the hell does this happen? Here's what they say, quote, we can't have these people testify. They may inadvertently be forced to disclose sources and methods. They said they understand the need to protect sensitive and classified equities. However, for crimes of a certain class, whether it's intelligency, you have to figure out how to prosecute these people. That's when one person who's working there currently says, who also says that child abuse images problems there stretch back decades. So, sure so I thought that was a good kind of informational clip to kind of give everybody some info if they had not heard or maybe just kind of heard the rumblings of this but um at least the current people from the cnn situation are like getting prosecuted and actually going to hopefully go to go to jail over this um good news glissane maxwell was found guilty on five out of her six um what is it called things she was on trial for um felonies i don't know what you'd call them but um the thing with this though that is kind of like to me, that was shocking is the fact that they didn't want to persecute any of these people because they were afraid of secrets getting out or them saying like what it was involved with or if it was involved with CIA stuff, if that makes sense. 
or at least that's the way I kind of took it is that they didn't want methods and or sources and any about that all relates to the CIA becoming public information because it would once it goes to court. Yeah, I I have not followed this in any capacity, but if any of this is true, they should all go to jail. Facts. So that's a follow up on that. That's at least all the fun, not fun, but horrible stuff that I heard about when it's related to all of that. That's why elections. So is this a is this a series that you're going to be uh, investigating? I'm going to just, you know, I think it's something that just seems to be kind of popping up on the radar of things. Again, I don't know why this is more of a prevalent thing or if it's just the digital age and that's just what's kind of like, you know, happening or again, I don't know, I'm not sure, but it does seem to be happening at like fairly high levels or like, you know, like the CIA. That's not like just some kind of like random creepy pedo dude who lives in some town somewhere. You know what I mean? Like that's an organization. Like they're resources go into that and things like that so that's what i'm kind of curious about yeah and same thing with cnn like you know you would think what's interesting with that situation is cnn has like a new owner i believe if i'm not mistaken um or someone who's new at the running the headship of the whole organization so i would be i'm been hearing some more things that are like kind of interesting from cnn people actually asking hard questions and actually asking questions in interviews and on shows it also could just be because it's that week between Christmas and New Year's, we have replacements and people that are like, hey, I can do Cuomo's job. Look at me. I'm the new reporter. Um, but I'm surprised that Jake Tapper didn't like go and blast his own guy for being like such a creepo. I don't know if there's like legal obligations or whatever there, but. Yeah. Yeah. You know? Get him, Jake Tapper. That's all we're saying. Get him. Or are you involved, Jake Tapper? Allegedly. Allegedly. So on that note. Nice. Um, I'm going to get into my second topic, if you don't mind. And this one, we can kind of go get for into it. it as much as you want. It does relate to uh, the inflation More No, I'm <laughs> over that. <laughs> I can only take so much darkness, <laughs> you know. Um, okay. This is a little bit more light and fun. Um, this is inflation. And oh, this is, comes, such a fun topic. Yeah, this is super fun. This comes from World India News. Have you been complaining about the growing inflation? Have your monthly expenses gone up? Are you now paying more for your daily essentials? Things Thanks, like Joe rice, Biden. cooking oil, pulses and more. If you are, you're not alone. It's happening across the world. In India, for instance, inflation has jumped. In Sri Lanka, there is a food shortage. In Nepal, inflation has touched a 19-month high. In Bangladesh, inflation is breaking records. In the month of November, it touched a five-year high. And in Pakistan, food inflation is crushing the poor. Like I said, price rise is hurting everyone everywhere in the world. The whole of South Asia, for instance, is struggling with inflation. It's happening due to a combination of domestic and international factors. I'm here to tell you that this inflation will get worse because of one country, China. China is adding to global inflation. How? By hoarding the world's grain. How much? More than half of the global supply. China is hoarding more than half of the global supply of food grains. This includes maize and grains, other grains. China represents less than 20% of the world's population, but it has a stockpile that can feed more than 50% of the planet. Wild. I did not know about this. I did not hear anything about this, but it makes sense for a lot of things. You're hoarding half the world's supply of stuff. Yeah, things are going to get more expensive, especially if it's such a basic item like that. So, so is the argument there that 
China is causing all of the inflation in the world? Well, so my, like for the, as far as this news, there's two more clips. Um, as far as like, it gets more into the numbers and the information of like how much they're taking, what they're taking, like the different kinds of grains. Um, mm-hmm. But the way I see it is it's like a base product for a lot of other products. Like mm-hmm. use it to make gotcha. things, use it to feed animals. So like, if you take that, then all these other things become compounded. Do you see what I'm saying? Yeah. At least that's the way I'm looking at it. Um, so like, mm-hmm to hold 50 percent of the world's supply is pretty it's pretty ballsy it also feels like an all-in move i don't know what do you mean like, by all-in move like that it's got to take a lot of money right oh yeah <laughs> you know i mean like to store like where do you put it like you know like wouldn't it go bad eventually like i don't know i just to be so like hoarding it i just also don't like they kind of explain it but they don't really explain it because i don't think they know but it's like one mm-hmm. company is basically just like handling it i guess it's crazy actually it's kind of interesting the name um play it and then let me know you can kind of flag it if you are over it if you want to hear more china's mass hoarding is causing a global price rise it is also pushing countries into famine on gravitas tonight we'll tell you about the dangerous fallout of china's mass hoarding first let's tell you what china is doing how much food supply is beijing hoarding Let's give you some numbers. Estimates say China has 69% of the world's maize reserves, 60% of the rice reserves, and 51% of the wheat reserves. Going by one report, China's food supplies are at a quote-unquote historically high level. And it's just one Chinese state-owned enterprise that is building the stockpile. It's called the Kofco Group, C-O-F-C-O. This is a major food processing company. The Kofco Group runs one of China's largest food stockpiling bases. It is in Dalian in northeast China. It's a port. It has 310 huge silos. They store beans and grains supplied from within China and abroad. From here, the port of Dalian, China distributes food to the rest of the country. You could say the Kofco Group is critical for China's food security. But for the rest of us, it's a threat. Because this mass hoarding of food in China is impacting the world. Number one, food prices are rising across the world. They have jumped by 30% in a year. These are numbers from November this year. They were compiled by the United Nations Food and Agriculture Organization. Number two, the hoarding is pushing countries into famine. Again, we have some numbers from the United Nations. In 2020, 700 million people were living in famine-like conditions. In recent years, these numbers have gone up by 100 million. So more people are starving now. Experts in Japan are blaming the Chinese for this. And I've just heard from our back of house, back room off, uh, office, that uh, Kafka is an official sponsor and we will not be discussing this topic any further. No relation. Yeah, capitalism at its finest. <laughs> it's interesting though. Um, yeah, I don't know. You know, it's uh, when, when I first heard it, I just kept thinking Costco, and I was like, "Are they related?" I, I feel like <laughs> I was she like, "Is this it for a reason?" <laughs> yeah, because <laughs> I was like, "Yeah, it's like at first I had to like you know I had to go back and I was like, oh okay," because I was like, you know, you think about it when you hear Costco too, it's just like a massive warehouse of food. So yeah. you know, uh, the last part we don't have to listen to it, but I'll include it in the show notes. It, it's like a cool history part about China that I feel like I don't at least I didn't learn too much about like as far as like the communist history of China. So they talk about the first kind of famine that they went through and why necessarily maybe this is like 
So they give the other side of it, like maybe this is a Nova reaction because of China's history. They don't want to run out of food and want to be able to feed their people. Mm-hmm. So it's only a minute. Interested? Not interested? Sure, let's hear it. Finish. Now, this should not come as a surprise. When one country takes up more than 50% of the world's supply, what do you expect? The question is, why is China hoarding? Why are they doing it? And to understand that, you have to flip the pages of history. The Communist Party of China is paranoid about food security. It's because of this man, Mao Zedong, the founder of modern-day China, also the brain behind one of the biggest man-made disasters in human history. In 1958, Mao Zedong proposed the Great Leap Forward. This was China's second five-year plan, the Great Leap Forward. Mao Zedong wanted to industrialize the Chinese economy, and he wanted to do it quickly. He ended up ruining it. He reorganized China's population into communes. And they were forced to drop everything else and make steel in their backyards. Regular people, everyone basically. Farm work was stopped. Pots and pans were confiscated. The result was a massive famine, one that is said to have killed as many as 45 million people. So that's, uh, you know, just some fun news I feel like no one ever talks about. Even Foxy would think we'd talk about this, but they seem to be on the China teat. So are you thinking that inflation's caused primarily by China's hoarding, or, or what do you think? I could see it both as hoarding and also as a strategic move by them. Mm-hmm. You know, like, why not? Like, make stuff go up, especially if you're producing most of it. Like, cool. Mm-hmm. Make, make, more, make it more expensive, you know? Yeah. Plus, like the whole what you... was a great leap forward, you know? Yeah. Like, huh, it just sounds like awful something familiar with something else we know. Um, where is it? I, I don't know. If I'm, I'm singing it in it. my head. <laughs> I don't know if I'm allowed to play it if I can't find it. For a better life beyond your freedom. For someone else. Let's just hope that bill never passes. So I just have to say, like, <laughs> I know inflation so many different at, things there, but yeah, let's stick to inflation. Let's just talk about inflation in the U.S. perspective. You know mm-hmm. what we're all encountering, right? Like, I'm not an economist. Um, I mean, I, I I once aspired to. Hey, be you went to business school. I I, want, I once thought I was going to be the the new Paul Krugman, and then I got into econometrics and realized I did not want to do that. Um, so with that right like we've we've got to realize like the last year and a half like folks were staying at home not spending getting subsidies uh from the government getting it, uh increased income so everyone's and and i and i'm speaking in generalities this isn't actually the case but for the most part individual savings increased uh individuals had more cash on them and as we started to open up the economy people started buying as a result what happened uh, increase in demand and a decrease in supply. As a result, prices go up. And as a result, that is what inflation is. So again, (laughs) I I can't speak to the global issue, but I I think if you can extrapolate from the US, that's one of the things I'm not- But where does that supply come to in the US? You're you're fair to have those arguments. I'm just saying like, from from the standpoint of inflation, like the, the root cause of it was, a lot of people were saving because they were told not to leave. Then they went out and spent and there were limited resources. So I think, you know, with inflation, I know a lot of people are getting stressed out about it, but um, 
I think it's just a cyclical uh, part of what we're going through right now, which is, is terrible. I know for most folks, it's, you know, every dollar counts, but we also have to take into effect, like, what's causing it. I don't disagree with that, but... A word from our sponsor. <laughs> <laughs> Inflation. Inflation. It's a good thing. <laughs> I don't know about that, but... It's interesting because I've like heard just all kinds of different things for different causes and or reasons why certain things are going up more than others, right? Like, so this talked about grain. I listened to another story about beef and beef was talking, they were kind of, they traced down the whole blaming the meat packers thing because part of the whole thing with that, and we can provide info if people are really interested, hit us at our uh, Instagram or uh, Gmail or buy any of our sponsors' products. Um, or text us. Or t- yeah, just text us. Um, <laughs> Uh, the meat packers will take meat from other countries, bring it to the U.S. and pack it here, and then they can say it's U.S. organic, whatever here homegrown in the U.S. or whatever. They can like put the dumb label on it, even though it's not from the U.S. So it's like yeah, screwing wasn't it over. Like, like one of the first um, relief bills, like money was going to like a Brazilian meat packing company. Yeah, yeah. So it's in like there's some weird and it happened. I don't know exactly when, but it was like before the pandemic when they changed the sticker labeling thing to allow them to be able to do that sleight of hand instead of saying, Oh, they're only buying from American ranchers. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's like one thing, but then when you're describing this one thing, it kind of always brings me back to, and again, just kind of like seeing some re- retrospective stuff. Do you remember that dumb ship? That was like good stuck and like, you know, held up, Egypt. Yeah. And like messed up yeah. world stuff and all that. So like ever since that, and I've just, I don't know if I played, sto- you know, clips on previous stories or not, or episodes, but there was an issue with like a port in China holding ships off in the bay and doing things like that. And then we had all our ships off in the bay and just coasting and all of that. So like what you're describing again, people then going out, buying stuff, getting more stuff, their supply goes low. Well, it seems like to me, it's on all these ships that are just stuck out at sea or again, now that we're finding out being hoarded in China. So, mm-hmm. yeah no, there's, still, there's truth in that gonna, right i'm just gonna you know don't trust china no, China is asshole i don't know someone's got so to come to the mat i i will say Sorry you're right half our paycheck so. goes away zaddy <laughs> pull the money in uh, and it goes right back out uh cease and desist letters are being drafted <laughs> <laughs> anything else on inflation uh, no, that's all I got for today. Um, I do want to, I, I think I'm going to tease our listeners and say I might bring back the wheel of topics. I think that was a fun concept to bring in different stuff instead of like necessarily repeating or just seeing the same things over and over, but teasing you, but then allowing you, if you want to do the research, there's four stories for you to look into. So yeah, cool, cool, cool. Yeah. Do you have anything you want to talk about today? I've looked. Oh, I, I got a, you have, uh, I got a couple topics. I got a couple notes. Topics, but... I'm very excited. For... <laughs> Daddy does his research. First and foremost, uh, I don't know. Are you uh, an assistant professor at uh, Prof KU? (laughs) No, I don't have the credentials to get accepted (laughs) there. (laughs) I do just have to say, you know, for folks that can't see me, like I'm drinking Fresca. And if anyone's Mm. watched season two of The Boys, like I, I I have my, my sister turned me on to it. And I just like, every time I have a sip of Fresca, I'm just like, am I in a cult? (laughs) But it's actually freaking good. I just... This is not an ad. That's all I've said is Fresca, 10 out of 10. (laughs) 
I may or may not be in a cult. I don't know. But the drink <laughs> is solid. What's the flavor? On it, so I do the grapefruit citrus, but really, like, mm. we have a couple of them. They're all just freaking good. Nice. Highly recommend. You may nice. join a cult, but, you know, it's worth it. It's worth it. <laughs> hey, they got two of them. They got two of the boys, right? Yeah. They got two of the, you know? what was their league called? Oh, I don't remember. Something seven. Or is it the seven? No. Oh, yeah. yeah. That, that's the team. Yeah. Anyways, I want that show to come back. <laughs> well, that and Invincible. Let's be real. That's true. Oh, my God. Uh, I keep, I keep <laughs> peeking at the comic every time I walk in the comic store and looking at scenes. And I'm like, bro. <laughs> come on. Oh, I, I know. All, I know so many spoilers. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I, I went down a, a deep wiki, a deep, <laughs> yeah. deep, deep wiki uh, dive and was like, oh, I can't wait. Uh, the next, the, the other thing I wanted to talk about, and, and this is something that has actually been around for a little bit, but I hadn't ever heard of it. But this reference to uh, bars, a new uh, segment of the conservative uh, identity, and it's called the Barstool Conservative. And I, I first heard of it on the Ezra Klein show. Uh, Ross Douthat, he's a uh, conservative opinion columnist on the New York Times. So I, I thought I gave you some uh, meat in the middle. I, I don't know how middle I got you there. But he was uh, speaking to another conservative pundit, Sorry, author, what Who have you. Ross Douthat. D. I don't know how to spell it. Outfit. <laughs> I don't either. Ross Gay. No, that's not right. Just look up Ross Douth at New York Times. <laughs> um, American blogger. Uh, yeah, that's him. Where'd you go to school, Ross? Harvard. Hmm, okay. Continue. <laughs> so they they were they were talking about this new segment of of the right, and they essentially just describe it as um a group that just wants them to be left alone like leave me alone let me be a guy uh right if you think about it you know we think of barstool sports like it's it's all about like this um aggressive strike uh, first strike hard no mercy <laughs> honestly honestly i just i kind of just laughed at it because like i was like oh my god that is such a a great description of it and like just looking into it i there were talks about how like dave and I was like, so should I run for president? Like, it just, it, again, this has been something that's been around for a couple of years now. And just now hearing it, I was like, oh my God, that is a, a real substantial base of the Republican Party. Um, what, are, what are your thoughts, T-Bone? Do you, do you feel like you identify as a, as a barstool conservative? If El Presidente ran for the office of the president, I'd be in support. <laughs> I would go join the office. I'd campaign for him. I would do whatever is needed to save our country. Yeah. So, so when you say El Presidente, is that Dave Portnoy or is that Donald Correct. Trump? No, that's Dave Portnoy. You you think Dave Portnoy could save this country? Uh, if he was president, I think it would be in way better position than we are now. I don't know. I think so. Yeah. Fuck it. Why not? You know, fuck it. Why don't we have <laughs> I mean, another... look, look at all the other choices, right? So like, I mean, I don't but... want Donald Trump. Ron DeSantis would be cool, but he's not going to do it. Because um, he's too much of a wuss? Well, he just wouldn't want to go against Donald, you know, Trump. Unless Hence Trump my... wants for, you know, Congress here, but... Hey, he doesn't need to be a congressman to be voted Speaker of the House. This is, is, this, is that true? 
That's what that's what uh, Matt Gates uh, currently being investigated for being a pedo has argued. <laughs> Allegedly. Hey, I just said I'm just stating facts. So do you feel like this is a as a if you had to, to identify back to the topic like you were saying? If you had if you had to identify, would you say this is where you lean more so now? Um no, because I don't blindly just go with one way or the other as far as like a lot of these. Like again, like I don't support Donald Trump. So like when people just assume that he's like the Republican Party. And I also don't even consider myself a Republican. I mean, I you know I am a registered. You're a Kennedy Democrat. You're yeah, a Kennedy, I'm, Kennedy I'm an Democrat. Indi- I'm an official independent, but in the way I view it is, yeah. I mean, I don't even then like, you know, more I learn about Kennedy, I'm just like dirty dog, you know. But I don't, you know, I also don't necessarily say like, oh, I want those good old times of like the '50s and '60s. Like, no, you know. But I don't know. I like to just kind of make my own mind up be a free thinker. I don't know. I watched the matrix twice just to let you know. I, after my first viewing, I went back and watched <laughs> it again because I needed to ingest. And I actually yeah. kind of, I will get into that later, but um, yeah, I just, I mean, again, like I like where they're going with things to an extent. Like, I mean, them kind of like one thing that I didn't know is like, do you remember those old Instagram pages and Snapchat things and stuff of like, there were like groups of like colleges and they would just like film parties and crazy stuff and all these things that would go mm-hmm. on at college campuses. Yeah. That got absorbed or bought by Barstool. Yeah. I didn't know that. I always wondered where no. those things went and like what happened with all of that. But I don't know when this clicked for me. This was like, I don't know, maybe months ago. I don't really remember when, but it clicked with me that all of that got absorbed by them. Cause I just remember mm-hmm. them being like a, you know, like where I, cause again, they're from the Boston area. So I knew about like the magazine and thing like that, but I didn't know remember it just at least for me it just became like a thing on the you know internet and all the social media stuff like and then chive died like what happened to chive you know hey that that is a you know conspiracy theory of itself i'm, <laughs> I'm just, just kidding i have no idea at, that's what i'm saying <laughs> at chive where you at hit us up you know we'll we'll rep your gear let us know um and by we he means he <laughs> zaddy will do videos for you guys if you want <laughs> add enough zeros i'll do anything that's what i'm saying <laughs> Um, especially if we, you know, throw in some like Tommy Lawrence, some conservative women for you, and you can debate them, it'd be all kinds of fun. Um, oh, anyways, so, so, so great. <laughs> um, but yeah, so I don't know where I was going with that whole history on Barstool, but it's for me, it's like at least that's what I feel like has become their bread and butter, I guess, for making money. And it's like, I don't see them as like a political movement, if that makes sense. Like I see them as more of a social, like an influencer more than anything else. But like, again, if he wanted to run, then depending on what he said, I'd maybe more so support him than I would other people. But I don't know. Well, and, and, and my question is not necessarily if he's going to run or not. I, I, I yeah. was just thinking, do you, do you feel like you identify with that ideology of like, just let me just let me be a guy. Let me just hang out with the boys and just say whatever we want. What, do, what are your thoughts? Okay. Yeah. So, I mean, in that light too, I would say, yeah, I kind of, I would say, yeah, I agree with that. I mean, but also like, so, and this is why I love Cobra Kai and we'll get into the review of that later, but there's the scene. Have you watched spoil? No spoilers. Have you finished it? I I, I burned it (laughs) yesterday. Yeah. Easy. Um, It's an afternoon. Um, (laughs) But the girl who joined Eagle Fang, like mm-hmm. she, I feel like is a representative of what we're talking about too, because she's like a, like, fuck you. I'm the best. And I'm going to get what I want to win. And she didn't win. 
but she didn't like lose her shit and just like freak out but you know what i mean she wants to be better it's like kind of not always having to like everybody win and everybody be happy all the time i don't know does that make sense yeah no it does the the reason i was asking and and this is what i think is you know in my opinion fundamentally wrong with this ideology is like i totally agree with folks that are like hey like you know don't give me grief if if i have uh opposing opinion which is fair I, I the thing that i struggle with this ideology is often like there it's an argument of don't don't come at me because you disagree with my policy or beliefs but the moment they disagree with you on your ideas you're wrong you're dumb you're stupid i think that is the one thing that i've i've often noticed in this new wave of conservatism that you know whenever you're wanting to have a, a thoughtful discussion about you know ideas and changes in society it immediately is like this is stupid this is wrong this is dumb and then the moment they have any sort of pushback on theirs it's an immediate like you are taking away my liberties you're taking away my freedoms let's storm the capital like i i don't know i just i think there is a there's a hypocrisy in this ideology and i and i i was just curious to see if you had any any thoughts there or any uh feelings on it same same. No, because I identify. I identify. <laughs> same same, but different. Oh God. <laughs> <laughs> but still same. Uh, I, it's, any, it's like as you describe this to me again, like I know I'm just seeing what you like. I hate to pull this again. I'm also you know just been binging all this stuff recently, but it's like what you're describing is like you know you're being formed to kind of fit into these boxes, right? Like mm-hmm. saying like you have to like, like what you, like what you're saying. It's like, if you have this different opposing viewpoint, instead of treating you as an individual and just having like an actual conversation without having fear of being um, ridiculed or like not taking, or like not having your words or thoughts considered seriously is like, I think a definite problem because it was on, it was the shoe was on the other foot just a few years ago. Right. Like, I feel like it kind of goes back and forward where like, if you came forward with a conservative viewpoint, and I don't know, maybe now, this also might be a generational thing, but like me here and the environment I'm in, I feel the opposite of what you're necessarily describing. No, that's yeah. fair. And I, and I will, I will say I'm, I'm a hypocrite in myself, you know, like I, as you know, a lot of my friends typically lean right. And sometimes when I hear somebody else, I'm like, they're a fucking moron. But like, that's just my opinion. It's not like I'm going to say that there's not like, there's no worth talking to them, but like, yeah, I just I feel like the the this group of folks that identify in this manner really do not want to have any sort of just discussion or dissent. It's their their beliefs are right, and they don't want to hear any argument about it. And if you disagree with them, well, then you're wrong. And See, I, but I like you know, it's like, so wild to me right now. Go for it. I've said that to you a lot. <laughs> no, what you're describing, I feel like can describe people on the very alternate side of the spectrum as well. The very far leftist people that are like, this is how I'm going to teach my classrooms. You can't tell me what I'm going to do this, that, or the other. Like, oh, you can't fuck tell you. Me. Don't even get me I'm just, started no, on, I, I'm on just, education. I'm just saying. Oh, my God. Just, critical race theory is being an, an institutionalized see, look, in everything. Now I've, I've flipped it, and now you're that person on the other side. Agent no, Smith has taken I, over. I hate I hate culture, culture arguments. And I'm not saying that's what you were doing, but, like, I feel like – and I've now gone in a hard, hard segue and we should wrap this up. But 
you know well, i just my point was, i just wanted to point out the the duality of it how both sides are like it's like i guess what you're maybe and correct me if i'm wrong but it's like there's no more middle ground or moderate or like medium it's all the way this or all the way that and whichever that, way is this or you're that that's right fair. it's like that's fair. i feel like the boys come to the middle that's fair <laughs> the the final thing I, I I you know I I come to, and I I recognize this is a little bit hypocritical because I just yelled at you because you <laughs> brought up a topic that triggered me, but like being able to have those sorts of discussions and being able to listen thoughtfully with uh, other folks and not just immediately dismiss them. I I again recognize the hypocrisy that I, I literally just am standing in, but I, I do find that a, a movement that really is growing into, well, this is this is right, this is wrong, I'm right, you're wrong is not is not healthy. Agreed. All right. Any any other any other comments or do we wanna do we wanna make a hard, hard pivot into into our uh, uh, movie night with the boys? Um, I think I'm ready for a hard pivot, but you know what I like before a pivot? Some freshly squeezed OJ from Tropicana. <laughs> Pure premium OJ. No pulp, calcium, plus vitamin D. Guess what? As much calcium as a glass of milk. 100% orange juice. Never from concentrate. Ooh. Hey, you know, all I know is they, they had in our contract that it was only the pulp kind. So the fact that they went back on their word, I don't know. We're gonna have to we're gonna have to have talks with our reps. <laughs> you know, it's I'm not complaining. I'll just take the, I'll take all the stuff they want to give me. I'm a little sad though. <laughs> I had a clip and it's gone. It was the cackle of Kamala, and that has been deleted. Someone hacked into my system and deleted a clip. We're we're, we're everywhere. We're everywhere. <laughs> I'm just a little disturbed by this. Because <laughs> I look and it's got a. If you look and see, look, it's stricken out. It's like it no longer exists. Hey, you left your modal open. I do. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's get into it. Thomas, you seem particularly triggered right now. Can you tell me what happened? I've had. Dreams that weren't just dreams. Am I crazy? We don't use that word in here. Hi. Have we met? opinions movie scores 
<laughs> uh, well, I, I feel like we talked we've talked about just the Matrix trilogy offline. Like, mm. I'm just still blown away that those three movies hold up into today's techno- technological advancements when it comes to movies. Um, but I thought, all in all, I thought it was good. What, what, what about you? At first, I was not a fan. I did not like mm-hmm. it in my first viewing. I was like underwhelmed, I guess maybe is the way I would put it. Mm-hmm. I just felt I had very uh, strong feelings of Spider-Man 3, where I feel like they just tried to do too much. But upon the second viewing of it, I enjoyed it a lot more because I feel like I got a different message from it the second time. Mm. Um, I still do not like the fight scenes. I mean, come on, he's John Wick. Why is he fighting like a geriatric person? <laughs> like force field what is this bull like i don't know to me it was just kind of like in the matrix he either was neo or wasn't neo it wasn't like this kind of like i don't know like i don't know exactly what they're trying to do but for me that was like kind of like a i could understand if he could do everything but fly and then that's where trinity comes in and then whatever but that was just my two major problems with it i was just like well that and the whole nairobi thing and them going to the whole city and then having this little mini conflict i was like that's a waste of time Go save her. Mm. Like, what are you doing? So those are my two kind of major points with it. But I like the meta aspect of it all. Like, I feel like it was kind of like a definite message and middle finger to kind of like suits upstairs, like the producers, so to say, you know, like, I feel like they were going to make a Matrix sequel. And the sister was like, well, I'm going to do it and just kind of be like, fuck you guys, you know? (laughs) The part where they're talking about the next Matrix and like how she's describing their, um, focus groups you're just like yeah. oh my god it's yeah. just sad because it's real you're like oh yeah and well and then even here like we need the new bullet time like you know we need this thing but new and you're like even again throughout like and that's what i loved about it is woven throughout and that's why i got really the second time i watched it was woven throughout the whole thing was those tones of like mm-hmm. kind of self-realization where like even the like the old characters the um what are they called like the variants you know the mm-hmm. um whatever the like virus programs when like yeah. the Merovingi came back and he was like oh you guys don't communicate with each other anymore it's all texty texty boop 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 and he like does this whole like tirade talking about all that kind of stuff i was like okay no i kind of get it and like wanting a new original thing instead of just going and making an original thing yeah like you want this original thing but new instead of just making something new i don't know it was a very like those are the different tones I got from it in the second viewing. So I was like, I definitely dig it. It was cool. I think it should have been maybe more so two movies, like one rescuing oh. Neo and then one getting Trinity. I think that would have been a cool way to wrap it. Um, yeah. Cause I like the idea of the matrix being a game within the matrix, like the whole layers to it. I thought that was super cool. Yeah. If anything, this movie makes me definitely not want to go seek therapy because I don't want to take pills and have someone manipulating my life like this person does. <laughs> I don't need coming an analyst. From a, coming from a person that does both, it's not <laughs> as you're thinking. <laughs> I don't know, man. After watching Cobra Kai too, that like the person was like, "This is a test." Writing the thing on the notepad, and the mom freaks out and grabs it, and she's just writing to freak her out. Like I don't know. That's some some mind game type stuff. That's some that's some very analyst type things to me. You just gotta, you know, I whenever you're ready. I, I I'm a big advocate <laughs> for uh, talking through your feelings with somebody. No, I feel so. It. Uh, T Bone, what would you give the overall score? Yeah, not to totally go off from what we're talking about. Uh, Matrix. So the first original was a five six, but I flipped it to a six five. Oh, 
okay, okay. Wow. Yeah. I, I like, so I liked the movie. I thought it was interesting. Like it's obvious, it's, it's very different from the three. Like mm-hmm. obviously there's still, there's some storylines and stuff. Like I, I liked uh, how uh, Jada Pickett Smith came back. I was like, oh, cool. Like it, it, it's like tying in with some of the other folks from the movies. Um, but like, I didn't realize like, and, I, and like looking back, like, cause he always referred to his therapist as the analyst. I was like, that's a weird thing to call your therapist. <laughs> and like, if I had paid more attention, I would have realized I'm like, oh, like I didn't realize like he was the one that was making everything like, like the, the original analyst from the other three until the like, architect. it was like, yeah, exactly, exactly. Yeah. Yeah, I, the, the one thing I still haven't figured out uh, in this, and I don't know if you have any thoughts, is like, wh- what's the purpose of his cat? Um, So it's like, the whole thing was that in the first Matrix movie, Neo saw a cat, you know, the, the cat walked by. Yeah. And he walked by again. So the it's whole thing was that. It's a glitch in the system. Yeah, so the cat's like his controller. So like whenever Neo was like finding out that the Matrix wasn't real, or that he wasn't in the real world and was going to break the matrix, he would use the cat to reset him or reset the, his little like motor, oh, so to say. Oh, like his cat okay, was like, okay. so that's why like you saw him in the bar scene when he was trying to get to the cat so he could escape and reset the thing. But, yeah. like, but then when he did that, Smith showed up because like, yeah. see, and that's where I had the problem is that like when Smith was freed, he had his Neo powers. Why didn't mm-hmm. Neo have the Neo power? You know what I mean? I don't know. Again, that's just bugged me, but well, I think like between the two, though, right? Like Agent Smith still knew who he was fully the entire time, right? Whereas yeah. like Neo That's was still true. he was trapped out, behind right? the face, like yeah, having to play out a role instead of more so being like, yeah, no, that makes sense. Yeah, he was because that's what, that's what he kind of yeah, yeah, that's what he kind of alluded to. He's like, they just upgraded me, whereas they made you look like shit. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and there was like there that's was a true. scene where like he was looking in a mirror, and I was like who's that old guy? Is that like an error? Like, is that a, is that a, is that like a, Oh, uh, like in the windows and stuff. Yeah. yeah. Like I thought like maybe that was something like yeah. poor editing. And then they did, I was like, Oh, okay. Yeah. Right. I was like, that's cool. I, and even like his like kind of new line that he said to Neo too. And I'll need to like look up to make sure I get it right. But it was like, everybody wants to be you, but I could be anybody. Oh, was like kind of the way he like yeah. left Neo's kind of like the last thing he said before he like you know changed out of the guy and disappeared or whatever. Yeah, and I was like, that was a mind fuck. That's deep, yeah. Yeah, because no, I was like, I... you know, everyone wants to be the hero, but anybody could be the villain. And being <laughs> one, I, I identify more as the hero, but all I'm going to say is being the villain is so much more fun. Hey, everyone's just if you've seen the movie, in which I'd highly recommend, Batman: A Killing Joke. It's a cartoon, really good, based off a graphic novel. Everyone's just one bad day away. Oh, the Batman killing Joker? No, killing joke. It's where um, the Joker um, attacks Batgirl and then sets a trap for Batman. And like, okay, yeah, where he like, he shoots her and paralyzes her. Yeah, I I think it's called like, like the movie one is like killing Joker. Oh, is that what it is? Or is it just killing joke? I don't know. No, I need to Google it. The killing joke, yeah. Oh, I always just thought it was killing Joker. 
Uh, explains a lot more now. <laughs> You're like, why didn't he? Because the ending is crazy to that because they end up just both laughing at each other, which is like, that's yeah. what I expected. But yeah. Yeah. So, um, oh, yeah. All right. Hold on. Because I need final, a... final thoughts on Matrix for me. One, I just see Keanu Reeves' hair and I'm just like, God, that's how, that Jealous. looks so fucking good. Why can't I pull that off? And final score. I'd say seven five. Ooh, nice. So, wait, when was the first time you had watched all the Matrixes? When they first came out, but like I went oh, okay. back and rewatched them, like probably uh, late November this year, uh, last year. Oh, okay. What yeah, about I would you? Say probably you... about the same. Yeah. Yeah, so when they first came out, and then yeah, rewatched them very, very recently. But I used to watch like the Matrix trilogy all the time with my cousin. That'd be one oh, of really? things it, because we'd watch yeah, it be that because you know think about it back in the early 2000s it was trilogies yeah Matrix trilogy lord of the rings trilogy the spider-man two movies don't really count the third but there's a bunch more trilogies i remember like, coming out around that time that was the thing yeah. oh star wars have you seen boba so fett let, let, no have you bro I, i'm gonna be honest like i'm not into the after this, we'll seg- we'll segue into Cobra Kai. <laughs> I'm not into the Disney Plus Star Wars shows. Really? Yeah, like I I stopped watching. Um, what's the other one? Mandalorian. Yoda. Yeah, I never watched season two. For shame. I mean, I, I don't know. know. I guess each their own, but I thought they were way better than the last three movies. Like this, I'd rather Ooh. have all this content more than those last three movies. The last three movies suck. Okay, okay. All this stuff feels like Star Wars. I don't know, like original, old. Maybe it's because it's Maybe. all set in that time, you know. But <laughs> you can connect to it Do more. You remember, I remember. <laughs> I'll have to give it another go. So uh, hard. At least hard Boba Fett, I would do because Boba Fett's cool because it picks up from right where he gets eaten by the monster. Okay. Okay. No. So you're like, I'll, I'll so you're like oh, I remember that, and then you kind of like have something to write to jump into where Mandalorian's all new stuff, you know? Yeah. Yeah. No, that's true. All right. I'll. I'll I. I need something to watch, so I'll. I'll give right. it a go. <laughs> We're reaching so let's, out. Let's get, you know, all these let's get into what over. we really wanted to talk about. Yes. Cobra let's... Kai season four. Many of us used to be enemies, but rivalries don't need to last forever. The All Valley Tournament is just a few months away. The stakes are higher than they've ever been. We know that Cobra Kai is gonna use every dirty trick in the book. There's only one way we're gonna be able to beat them. By kicking their asses so hard, they shit themselves. They strike first, we'll pre-strike. We're getting ahead of ourselves. We're gonna take back the valley. Take it back in a measured and organized approach. We bite first. They're not the only ones teaming up. If you would have told me a year ago that our family's safety depended on winning a karate tournament, I would have thought you were joking. Here we are, living in the Twilight Zone. That mom's like the best. She's super cool. Oh, yeah. So uh, I think I think we should just emphasize we both have finished it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Binged it. <laughs> This isn't a weekly discussion. This is all 10 episodes. 
Yep. Oh, <laughs> whole deal. One go. Uh, so T-Bone, what do you think? I loved it. I'm super excited that the way they left it off for there to be more or, you know, it's going to continue is the, what I'm guessing. Um, but I thought it was like cool of them coming together, learning each other's techniques because that's basically what, you know, they were all doing. Um, the fighting was so much better than the matrix. So we'll just put that out there. Okay? <laughs> I'm just, just going to put it out there. The last two episodes of the tournament. Amazing. Like the choreography that they put into the fighting, like so badass. Um, I'm glad that Hawk won. Hawk is my dude. Like when he came and he was like Hawk 2.0 when he like jumped on the stage again, it was like, Boo! I was like, fuck yeah. I was like, that's Hawk. I don't care if he has no Mohawk, that's Hawk. Um, so that was cool and fun. But uh, I don't know. I'm excited. I, 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 I like where it's going with the characters too. Like I'm all into the story development and then just seeing the cycle of this abuse kind of trimming down, going back and forth between them all, you know? Yeah. No, I. I agree with you. I, I loved uh, Hawk uh, being reborn, right? Like a phoenix. Yes. <laughs> Should be called Phoenix have, Hawk. I Exactly, exactly. He's, he's now been reborn as the phoenix, but we do have to give credit where credit's due. Moon was uh, oh, solely yeah. responsible for getting him back to where he <laughs> needed to go. Oh, yeah, she lit the ember for sure. She's just, I, I, I do just enjoy Moon as a character just because she's such an enigma. Like, she just says some things and then just smiles and walks away, and then comes back, <laughs> smiles, walks away. Um, like, no, I, I love that's it. Exactly, exactly. No, I'm there with you. I, I like the season. I think the whole series as a whole, like, is just been a, you know, my shtick on like masculinity and like the, the challenge there. And I feel like this show has really highlighted like, those different aspects right like i think why we all love uh johnny is because like he he is like the typical male idea idea that we all grew up with like right like like hard um just goes with his gut says what he thinks and like it's interesting to see him evolve and like try to become better and i think like that's something that you know us as you know as we grow can really relate to because like there there are things that he says you're like oh that's why you don't say that like and just like <laughs> seeing like all of these guys that are so set in their ways and they're learning from their kids like I feel like the 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 summary of this season was like you have to figure out your own path right like all the kids are are essentially saying that like I need to figure out my own path I can't just follow yours some of them are are going down the wrong path right like. Sam, I still, I, I've said this before. I think she is the villain of the entire show. Yeah. Uh, Anthony I don't know, is man. Now... He doesn't say, yeah, we see Anthony is like, yeah. <laughs> I was like, well, okay, he was, a, he was like, a, he's like an Anakin maybe because he was a villain. He's like, he was bad and he's good. And now maybe he's going to go yeah. bad again. Uh, I just, I was just like, oh my God. And I, like, I, I felt bad for Tori. I was like, man, she's fucking just trying. She's just trying to survive. Right. Well, and like I love too how they did the flashbacks to the old movie showing Daniel's and mm-hmm. Johnny's different views of that one scene. Like Johnny yeah. messed with Daniel first, but then he did it back to him. But they both just remember each other affecting each other, you know? Yeah. So I thought that was kind of Well, and like I I don't know if you remember like the episode where I know I forget the girl's name where Sam goes to visit her friend that left and she was like oh, she yeah. just confronted it. And like I like how her her approach of like I just went up to the girl and said hi nice to meet you. Yeah. Sam took as I've got to go tell this girl off. <laughs> like, on, I was bitch, like I will I, kill you. 
like, I feel like the, the the suggestion was like own it and just tell her like hey let's just be friends and she took it oh, yeah, <laughs> literally not not what she was sharing but that is what she took <laughs> yeah that was the vibe though when she left yeah i yeah i i just uh that uh pain kid i thought was just fun i enjoyed him and then like i feel bad i'm like oh <laughs> which which one uh the sean's brother the guy that like jo- joins cobra kai oh yeah the little kid. He's loser yeah. yeah 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 i agree i mean like we see him go to the dark side at the end yeah you just feel so bad because you're like but like okay you see why so but yeah it's because of that the you know the teach i would i also feel like that teacher's back on cocaine like the way that he's acting in that show, like his character in the show, not the actual actor. Yeah. Like, because in the show, he was like, yeah, the 80s were so messed up because I was on all this cocaine and abusing a kid. And it's like, now he's doing it again. So. Oh, yeah. It just like, it literally, like everyone's worst uh, ideas came out. And you're like, God, these all these guys need their... Are, again, yeah. a different than Matrix. <laughs> the takeaway here is everyone needs to talk about their feelings. Yeah. <laughs> Especially again, because you see between the two guys, right? Like the whole war buddy thing, and then him just kind of abusing that relationship, and then him like coming back at him, and uh, yeah, it's crazy. The whole thing, like, because what's what's the head guy's name? I forgot. Not uh, John Crease. Yeah, Cree. Like the entire time, I'm like, did everyone forget he was homeless? Like, like yeah. <laughs> this yeah. homeless guy has fucked with all of you. <laughs> like, I'm like, he was on the streets. Like, yeah. I feel like we like there's things to be said there but like i'm just like so it's like a homeless dude was working with a multi-millionaire who then decided to put the homeless dude in prison but... well like the homeless dude like manipulated him and then like, yeah pushed him to a brink he did the same thing with johnny did yeah. the same thing with danny's wife i'm just like good god like this is a, this is a hobo <laughs> yeah it's interesting i definitely again like i think each season it has gotten progressively better i didn't think it'd yeah. be possible for a show but this season, I would say, is the best. I, I, I will say Same. season one and season four are, are good. Season two yeah. and three, ooh. Yeah. <laughs> Especially two when Miguel like, had his old back situation again, and you're like, if he broke his back and can't walk anymore, like that, it's horrible. Yeah. Right well, and like, again, it's just like, it's just like you said, like, uh, like you just see, like, like you saw Johnny, like, figuring shit out, like him being like, oh, fuck. Yeah. So I don't know. I, I thought it was a good show. I think it really just makes us all reflect on like how like our perceived notion of like dominance, masculinity, what what it means to be a man. And I, I really think that's a, a good good thing to really evaluate. Uh, what what are what are your thoughts on season five? What are you expecting? I want more of that one Cobra, uh, not Cobra Kai, but the Eagle Fan Girl the debate chick yeah she's my favorite yes, because i feel yes, like she just yes. represents such Bad a badass woman yeah exactly yeah you know and that's what we need more of in this world too so 100 um yeah now i want i just again yeah i just want more of all of that i want i want they need to figure out how they're going to do the fighting thing though because having a tournament every two seasons isn't going to work out also i'm just like you know, like i need or like it, what is it going to be another school fight at the end of the next season like i don't know it just <laughs> I just think it's so funny. I'm like, is really the entire valley big into karate? <laughs> like, 
I just also was curious about that too. Cause yeah, like the way they treat it, like the like the whole karate committee and everything, and then the dude yeah. like, like Carrie Underwood to sing or whatever. Ah. <laughs> uh. I was like, is that what I it's mean, like to live in the valley? Like, do we need I to know, move like, to the valley? Apparently, we like, need to move. We need to become the taxes, uh, we car dealers. Split. Yeah, seriously. We just need to become car dealers and then move to Austin. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> any any final thoughts? Uh, for that one, no. I'd just say definitely watch it. You know, beast it like we did in a day, or you know, take your sweet time with it. I 100% agree. So with but, that, I mean, all the uh, good shit's at the end. So you know, you just got to. You just got to power through. Yeah. Uh, any, strike first, strike hard, no mercy. <laughs> Honestly, when it comes to that show, 100%. Yeah. Um, what, are your, what, what are your thoughts on uh, our next movie? What, what's our recommendation for next week? Um, so I kind of started it. I haven't finished it, but the Harry Potter anniversary doc is out. Are you a big HP fan? I, I am. I, I... <laughs> <laughs> So do you want to watch that? Or have you watched that? Are you going to watch that? Are you not? Oh, no, I haven't. I, I haven't and wasn't planning on it, but I'm game. I mean, the, I was just throwing it on. Well, I was just going to discuss more so. Like, necessarily not to review. I'd just be curious, kind of like, it's interesting just the stories about it and just seeing some of the people now. But um, one thing <laughs> I, I think really I noticed. Hope... Go ahead. Oh, go ahead. Tell you first. I was going to say, I really hope there's a question in the doc. So what's your thoughts on JK now? <laughs> so, okay. So I was just about to say, they do have her in it, right? Oh. She keeps showing up <laughs> and saying things. Yeah. But like, it keeps putting in the corner, filmed in 2019. Filmed in 2019. <laughs> filmed is it before. Just, is <laughs> yeah. it just her clips? Oh, that's even funny. Yeah, yeah it's no, her I just by herself. She's not with any of the other people. Like, and yeah, that's kind of would be more so like, like to, you know, I think it'd be fun to, to discuss to see that kind of stuff. Because you could easily see they're like, well, obviously we have to include her because she fucking created the thing, but we have to yeah. cover our asses so don't you know all the wokeness doesn't come after us. <laughs> I have another movie that. coming out, you know, we got to keep it. <laughs> I love that so much. Keep the okay, butts and seats. So we're watching um, the Harry Potter documentary on. Is that HBO Max? Yeah, HBO Max. I would just just I mean it's only like an hour and some change, so it's not that long. It's just kind of yeah. more of like a little docu thing. But um, I mean I was I'll watch this. Have you watched it? Did you say you watched it? What? Don't look up. No, I haven't watched it yet. Uh, okay. Yeah, I mean, I'll watch it. I mean, I don't know. I just, I, eh. It's about climate change, so, you know, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So our extra next week are Don't Look Up on Netflix and the Harry Potter docuseries on uh, HBO Max. Yeah, 20 years. Let's cool. do it. Give oh. us a sponsorship, uh, Harry Potter Land Universal. We'll go there and do a pod. JK, uh, T-Bone is willing to take your money. <laughs> oh, hell yeah. I'll, I'll hang out with her. What? Easy peasy. Oh, I don't get funny. why people have a hate on. Again, Cobra Kai easily solves this problem as well. She's just standing up for herself. I don't understand what's with all the hate. If anything, she's standing up for her fellow <laughs> sisters. So I don't understand what's all the hate. I... We're not going to do that. <laughs> <laughs> All right, those, those will be next week. So, T Bone, what do we what do we have next? There's no clip for it, but I just want to play this because we haven't played it in a while. Where is it? Do I even have it anymore? Did it get deleted when your agents hey, hacked you into my modal and destroyed you my left clips? It open. You left it open. And uh, how could I do that? I don't see it on here anymore, actually. Oh, I don't know. Well, 
Let's see this one. Hail science! Hail science! Hail science! DQ agrees. Um, so China's YouTube rover spots a mysterious hut on the far side of the moon. It'll take it a few months to go check it out, but as so, I don't know when, but a long time ago, not a long time ago, but a decent while ago, China launched a rover onto the moon and it's doing it on the far dark side of the moon. And it's mm-hmm. this little cool hut thing right there. No one nice. knows what it is. Do I know what it is? It's a moon base. What is it? It's the US moon base. It's a secret moon base we've had up there since like the 80s, and they're gonna go expose it. And they're gonna be like, hey, look, the US is a bunch of liars. Ha 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 ha. And just cause more global panic. So do you think we actually have a moon base on, on the moon? Oh, 100%. And we have astronauts there? Uh, military personnel. Do you think the Star Wars space laser is on the moon? Did Alexa just talk? That's weird. Sorry. Do we? Do you think we have what? Do Do you think uh, the Star Wars project led by uh, Reagan means we do actually have the laser on the moon? Um. Probably, because I feel like lasers are probably the most efficient weapons in space, not necessarily nukes. Um. But I mean, it says. Do you think it's a Jewish space laser? Well, no, because like why we. I don't know. Like, what would be the point of the moon laser, though? Because if the base on the far uh-huh. side of the moon facing the sun, the laser would only shoot away from the planet. So to defend the planet, maybe that's why we have the laser there. But, but yeah, I don't know. But yeah, well, if you look at so like this is the fun part. If you look at uh, who was the dude who audited the Pentagon. Mm-hmm. Uh, there was this crazy audit to like 20, 21 trillion misspent in the Pentagon. There's some other crazy thing. But basically, they came out with the support in 2000, like right before the day before 9 11. They came out with like, I think it was like the Congressional Budget Office or something had audited the Pentagon and they had just found that like trillions and trillions were missing. They couldn't explain it. Then 9-11 happened, and then no one ever looked into it again. So I and think that's we where the to, are. And we continue to spend more and more money on the Defense Department, in, including what is it? Wasn't it an additional like $20 billion from what Joe Biden originally requested? Yeah, it's because we have to. I mean, the moon base is expensive, bro. And we just can't. We can't fucking figure out a uh, universal... Uh, wi-fi or or uh, a reasonable healthcare system you know just too expensive priority i guess i don't know maybe if they weren't okay. spending so much money protecting their pedos and these all these government agencies wouldn't have so much money i don't know but kill two birds with one stone cut the budget in half yeah right cut the fat um so another fun article NASA hires 24 theologians to study the religious impact of the discovery of alien life. I I, I was reading that like as you yeah. pulled it up, and I was like, "That says theologian." I'm pretty I'm pretty sure theologians religious. <laughs> yeah. So like, it's like, what if we actually tell people that aliens are real? Like, how the fuck are they going to react? And they were mm-hmm. trying to like study that and figure that out. So I don't know. I have a few. Oh, this is the fun thing I want to wrap on for conspiracy theories predictions for 2022 i know i've been wrong in the past and i'll own up to my mistakes 
But Donnie is still not president. Yeah, Joe. You know, the, the half the half the elites haven't been locked up. Hey, at least Ghislaine Maxwell is going to jail, so we got some kind of consolation prize. But hey, she's gonna kill herself. We all know it. And the Hillary hunt. Clinton. Uh, they're gonna well, see, come the thing after is, her. That's why they can't. Because if they do it, then all the blackmail and all the stuff that disappeared. Like there's in the trial, they talked about evidence disappearing after the FBI grabbed it. But anyways. All that will come out if they kill her. So they're not going to kill her. They're just going to leave her in jail. But anyways. Um, 2022 prediction. Meteor. Aliens. They keep on giving us stuff about aliens. They keep on talking about aliens, like priming the psyche for it, right? Mm-hmm. And then this movie, don't look up. What's it about? Meteor. Mm. So I'm thinking, so you, you think, know, prepping us. Do you us. think it's going to be a significant meteor? Or do you think it's just going to be like... Some space debris. Mind fuck aliens in a meteor. Like where it's significant or like the meteor like, oh. is their spaceship. Yeah, but like I'm asking you, <laughs> is your are you thinking it's gonna be like is it gonna impact and kill a million people, or is it like gonna be a meteor? We all go there and it turns out to be an alien race that enslaves us all. Um, I'm thinking more like Independence Day. So the meteor is more like an alien ship and it's gonna slow and not crash into the earth. And we're gonna try to blow it up, or they're gonna try to invade us. I don't know. Very uh, extreme. I feel like if they, I don't know, if but, they paid but, attention to the Earth at all, they'd be like, you know, it's not worth it. These people are crazy. <laughs> or they're just let's waiting get, for us get, to blow ourselves up first. I mean, honestly, honestly, they're like, we're just wanting your resources. Can you all just fuck up already? <laughs> so meteors and aliens. Okay. I mean, that just seems to be again. Why would they hire these theologians? Why would this be a story? This is just like when I see this, and then I see this. It's like these little stories. I'm just like, I don't know. Again, it's like the Tic Tac thing that we were all talking about last year. Or again, maybe it was this year. I don't even remember. Well, now it was last year. <laughs> so um, so my my 2022 prediction is there's going to be an increased discussion on education facts. and people being afraid to talk about our true history. And uh, the second one will be the... the um, the refuge, or what is it? The what's the caravans are going to be back? The what? The the caravans, the illegal illegal immigrants oh. are going to try to try to get to the border right as we get to the midterm elections. I'm just those are my two those are my two theories that education that. is going to become a, a big issue, and, and apparently the caravans are going to be back. Well, they never went away; they just been held at the border. And and yet we not and Fox News no longer covers it. I'm just saying. I know Fox News also stopped covering Americans being stuffed in Afghanistan. They were stuck in Afghanistan for like a couple hundred days and then they still don't report on it, even though they're still stuck there. But they talk about gingerbread uh, people being a, a, a critical issue yeah. with the uh, Americans. Just just Stupid. say it. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> well, well, no. we'll see. We got three, 364 days to see if, it, if either of our predictions turn out to be true. So aliens meteors or uh migrant caravans and And education Education. people unable to talk about our history all right let's see we'll we'll leave it we won't we won't we won't try to leave it there sponsors this episode we'll leave it there anything else steve speaking of sponsors we want to thank tropicana white mountain vodka uh what was the what was the cult tea the cold seltzer fresca yeah <laughs> cold tea i love it um 
yeah, no, that's pretty much all I got here. Um, all right, buddy. Well, come back I'll with see some you. cool, fun stuff next week. Yeah, we'll see you next week. We'll talk about uh, JK and uh, meteors. <laughs> yes. yes. Let's get into it. Should we watch also watch right. Armageddon? What's that one? Was that the original one that came out way back in the day? Oh, I'm not opposed. Let's save yeah, it for another day. Another week, yeah. though. Yeah. We don't want to overload ourselves. Yeah. All right, T-Bone. You want to play us out? Yes. We got some uh, another uh, classic... I think this is a very, I would say this is like, you know, I think this goes with the theme of the episode of uh, Cobra Kai. You know, I feel like this would be a very Johnny Lawrence track. Yeah. Heroes, Eagles. Oh, is that, uh, not sorry, not to continue, but you know that show with, uh, what's his name? Peacemaker. HBO Max, uh, John Cena. He's the superhero guy from Suicide Squad. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. When does that drop? I think that comes out really soon. Um, have you seen the trailers or anything for it? it? Looks hilarious. Yes, with the eagle as his like yeah. side pet thing, eagle or whatever his name is. I love that. So we'll have to definitely review that for the show too. Perfect. All right, listeners, keep it real. Peace and love. Peace and love. In your face, all over the place. We're online 24-7-24-7. Just a small town girl Living in a lonely world She took the midnight train going anywhere Just a city boy and raised in South Detroit He took the midnight train going anywhere. Thank you, Daddy That's what he said Butt slam! Whoa, you got butt slam! Whoa, you got butt slam!